0: Hey guys, thanks for waking up with us for another episode of Arnott's Simple Life podcast. Today, the drink on the menu for Delaney and I is I had an iced coconut latte.
1: And I had a vanilla bean latte. From
0: Charlie's Best Bread. And yes, they are known for their bread. Which, I mean, hence the name.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: so we I actually saw this place on an Instagram reel. And so that was kind of cool. Um, I was like, well... Maybe we should check it out. And I was like, well, every time I see a reel or something, I have to check to see if they have coffee. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, because we can't review somewhere without some sort of drink for our intro, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. So it it was a cute vibe. I liked the little signs they had leading up to the place. They've got palm trees, a nice sitting area outside. It's right in PB, Pacific Beach, for those of you that aren't familiar with San Diego. And... I think it was good. I mean, they were out of croissants when we went today, which that was kind of a bummer because, you know, you guys, you guys know
1: that
0: we love our croissants. We love our croissants. So it was a bit of a letdown because they did look really good in the reels, but their scones and their cookies are huge. Like I got a chocolate chip scone and it was like the size of my head. Like no joke. Like it was huge. It was thick with four C's. (laughs) It had everything. <laughs> I mean, the cookie was like just
1: as big, but maybe just a little less thick, so it looked a little smaller, but like what shape? It was like literally the same size almost, maybe just like a tad smaller, but it was still huge. It felt like a brick, but it was very soft and very delicious. And I'm
0: sure they have really good bread cuz you know, they have all this fresh baked bread in their um bakery, and they also have like sandwiches and pizza. But they do everything. So I was impressed with that. Like, really good business model. I like the way that the indoor inside was set up. I had, like, really nice tables. They had some Tic Tac Toe boards on the table as well. Really cute, like, nice and white, bright.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of felt like a farmhouse vibe almost. And they had a separate sort of area for the coffee. So they had a separate counter where there was a barista making the drinks and everything. So I think the aesthetic was really cute. I think they definitely get a 10 out of 10 with that. Um, my drink was not sweet enough when I got it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I wanted the coconut latte, but I went up to the barista and asked to make it a little bit sweeter. And once they did that, it was better. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm saying, you know, like it's nice to, cause I feel bad always asking there, or sometimes having to ask the barista to sweeten it up, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Because I just, I know they're busy and I don't want to be that person. But at the end of the day, if you don't like your drink, you should ask for them to make it sweeter. Because ultimately, I feel like they want you to like it. Yeah. But what did you think of your drink?
1: I thought mine was actually pretty good. Um, it was just a hot latte. So it I know you we usually get ours iced, but it's been a little chilly here in San Diego and it's yeah. been rainy. So I decided to go with a hot latte today. And it was pretty good right off the bat. Um, I mean, it was something that seemed pretty, your typical vanilla latte, hence vanilla bean. Um, So it was still pretty good, but um, I don't know if it's anything I would go out of my way for. PB is a little farther away from where we currently live. We both kind of live in different areas now, but PB is still probably at least 20 20 minutes or so from, like 20
0: to 30 sometimes yeah. depending on traffic
1: yeah so i don't know if i would go on my way to go there again mm-hmm. um for the coffee in particular but i'd be willing to try more of their um pastries yeah and maybe some of like their um you know lunch and dinner stuff like their pizza and sandwiches and stuff just to see um because i mean my the cookie that i got it's like one of those really it's like You know it's really good when you know that they put not only sugar, obviously, but they also put salt in it, and I feel like that's, like, key to a really good chocolate chip cookie is to put not only sugar but some salt in there, too, and it makes it really, really good, Um, and they definitely did that. I think my cookie definitely would be a 10 out of 10, even though I only got a few bites out of it just because, you know... Sugar and coffee at the same time. It was again a very it was so big and you guys can see this on our Instagram reel. Um because you know that we did a reel for this place. Always. (laughs) So you can check that out on there. Um we're not exaggerating, they're freaking huge. Yeah,
0: I've been eating my scone in increments and I still have leftovers because that's how big it was. But yeah, even with the sweetened coconut latte. I think the whole experience, I would go back to because their pizza looked really good. And I'm sure that their bread, like I said, is very, very good as well. Mm-hmm. I would save the whole experience like maybe like a uh, 9 nine out of 10. Okay.
1: I think I would give it an
0: 8. An 8 um, out of 10? 8 out of 10. Um, just because,
1: like, and it's more for, like, um, the aesthetic. I thought the aesthetic was nice, but it seemed just a tad bit outdated, a okay. little bit. Yeah, um, which is fine. Sometimes that's like a good vibe. Um, but other than that, like I thought it was pretty good. Like like I said, the coffee was good. Nothing I would go out of my way for. The cookie was really good, just really big. Um, So yeah. I think I'd give it an eight out of ten.
0: I think if you're in the Pacific Beach area or close to there, at least like it's definitely worth checking out. You know, like I said, like, the lunch options and the pizza, I'm sure, is fire, too, if you would want to go there for dinner. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, today we got a great episode for you guys. So, we are, I actually had a psychic reading, so we're going to talk to you all about that, so let's get into it. Alright right, guys. So life update. So, you know, Lainey and I, we had coffee this morning and we were like, what do we talk about on today's episode? And then we were talking about, because Lainey just started a tarot business. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it's on Instagram. So if you haven't looked into that, go look into it. (laughs) And um, by the way, my voice is back. Thank God. Um, Also, so we were like, okay, well, what about like if we went to a medium? Because I've always kind of wanted to go to like, you know, like a tarot reader, like Lainey's done stuff for me, but She knows me, so it's hard for her to, like, read me. Mm -hmm. So we Googled. We're, like, sitting here and we're, like, Googling. We're, like, tarot readers slash, like, psychics in San Diego. And this one came up. And I was really nervous because this is something I haven't done before. And I was, like, I don't want to know anything bad or anything. I just – I don't know, you know. So I didn't know what to expect. I've heard, like, good things from other people. But – no one's really done one over the phone that I've known that I've like noticed. Yeah. So it was a little different, but I was like, okay, let's give it a try. So with tip and everything, it was ninety dollars, which I know was a lot, but I just I wanted to break the ice because I've never um, I've never been really to therapy before or anything or talked with like a psychic or anything so i was like this is yeah that's a lot of money but i was like this is something that i want to do and have been wanting to do for a while Mm -hmm. and i feel like over the phone is like a good first step to eventually like going to one in person eventually you know so i was like screw it like there was one for today Mm -hmm. and so i was like i was glad about that because i didn't want to like book it and have to wait like a while you know yeah so i was like whatever i'm just gonna book it and we'll we'll see what happens you know right um but yeah like i said it was really nervous and i just didn't know what to expect but honestly like it was a pretty good conversation it was 10 minutes and um you could tell she was like going and like uh shuffling the cards
1: yeah you could tell she was doing tarot like you can hear her you could hear her shuffling the cards so i guess in my opinion it was more of like i wanted to see how it worked because I mean, every medium, every, like, tarot reader has a different way of, like, how they do things. Like, everybody just connects differently. And for me personally, I don't know if I could just do it over a phone call. So, I I was almost just here for the, you know, educational experience. But also, obviously, taking notes. Right. For Eric. Um, And so... I'm someone where, like, I kind of like to be in person with you and pick up on your energy rather than being through the phone because I feel like that's kind of hard to do. But um, in her, in the way that she did things, she wanted him to ask qu- the questions, and then it sounded like she would shuffle the cards and then give him the answers to his questions that way.
0: Yep, yeah, um, I, I was so, I was kind of taken off guard because I feel like I wasn't expecting that. I feel like I was expecting like just to give like kind of a broad thing and then for them to kind of just like tell me like what's coming in or what's happening with that. Yeah. You know, so she asked me to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. And I was not prepared for that. But I think that it was like, I think it was good. I think it was like uplifting. I think that it was very positive for the most part. And I definitely am glad that I did it. Because yeah. even though like it wasn't really what I was expecting, I think that it was very, it was pretty like you know therapeutic. Yeah, to kind of just like get it out there and to see like talk to someone who's non biased and doesn't know me at all or know what I'm doing at all or trying to accomplish exactly.
1: And you know, you asked, you know, one of the main two things everybody like kind of likes to know about is career and romance, mm-hmm. like relationships and those are the two that you touched on with her and um i mean the podcast seems like it's going in the right direction if we stay in like a certain um in a certain path in particular Mm -hmm. and just needing to you know network more um kind of talking with going to more events maybe throwing more um maybe like Competitions and like maybe doing more games make it a little more um entertaining in that way, mm-hmm. and it seems like it will kind of pick up some traction. Um, that's kind of like more so like with the podcast, and it seems like a lot of people are liking the coffee shops.
0: Well, it was interesting because when I asked her about the coffee shop question,
1: she immediately she, was like, "Yeah."
0: I didn't even finish the question, and she was like, "Yes, like." Because, you know, it's kind of something special that we do Mm -hmm. going to a different coffee shop. You know, usually coffee and usually around San Diego, like that's mainly like our thing. Um, But that's kind of like a niche thing that we do. You know, like if you listen to our Not So Simple Life podcast, you know that usually like 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to get a review of a local coffee shop in San Diego. Yeah. So regardless, on if you really want to listen to the rest of the episode, people I'm sure would want to tune in to hear about some good places to check out if they want to get coffee I and if like, they're in the San Diego area.
1: I was like, yeah, who knows? Like maybe like there's some people on here that just listen to our coffee so- shop segments and that's it. Right. Like, you know, like we never know. Um, but we, we just decided to do that. Like, I don't know. We decided like, what was it last year? Yeah. in like february like a year from now i think we decided we're like you know it'd be really cool if like we just went to a new coffee shop every week and tried it and rated it for the podcast Mm -hmm. and we tried it and we've done it ever since and we still have a huge list of places to go to still
0: yeah so i feel like a lot
1: of people really like that especially if you live in the San Diego area, like, we're kind of basically, like, trying it out for you so right. you can go there. Like, and so I feel like a lot of people are liking that. And then, you know, we touched on romance, relationships, and um we need the men to come towards Eric. Yeah, because- it says
0: that I'm trying to seek people out too much I need to kind of like step back
1: maybe have a little more mystery in a way Mm -hmm. um which I understood where that was coming from in a sense but I feel like Eric is a little hard to read but I guess I'm not there on the first date with you and I don't know what you're saying right um but I could see like where that could be a thing um and then what else did
0: well, it's kind of interesting that cause she... Because you, oh, you're doing
1: online dating. Right. Because, like, it's, you know, it's hard to freaking date in, you know, the LGBTQ community. Right. How do like, we know if someone's gay or not? You either... <laughs> you're either dating online or you're getting, like, a freaking reference from a friend. Like, yeah. that's literally how it works. Right. Um, But it seems like you need to meet more people in person. Kind of put yourself out there a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. Rather rather than being online, because the ones that you're picking up online seem to be what she used, the word narcissistic. um, Socially
0: awkward. Socially
1: awkward, and they're, like, more manipulative, which is why they're online because they know how to talk to you through text. But when you're meeting up with them and you're talking with them, you're almost too intellectual for them. And it kind of, like, they, they like, don't know what to do because basically in, like, just to make it short and sweet, you're too smart for them.
0: That's what she was saying is, like, the online, she's, like, you're – maybe giving too much too soon and Mm -hmm. you're too smart for them. So they like stop talking to you.
1: Yeah. Sort
0: of thing. And she's like, you need to stop giving too much of yourself too soon. But like, I guess it just comes because I'm a good communicator and maybe that's, that intimidates people.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know. And
1: it's funny. I wrote
0: literally you're too smart for them. And I put ha ha. Honestly, what she said. And I I was like, wow, like,
1: well, but, it makes it made sense because I can tell, like, you really, like, tell, like, these men when you go on dates with them, like, the, after the first date, like, you tell them, like, your goals, your anti- you know, your, you know, what you're trying to do with your life. And sometimes people think that's, like, too much. Like, they do. Especially it's... if they don't have the goals themselves. And, like, most likely these men don't.
0: But it's always interesting because they'll like stop talking to me, but then they'll stay creeping on my Instagram stories. Oh,
1: yeah, because they're, and everything. they're, wanting they're like, I to wonder see if it. this
0: guy's actually gonna make it.
1: It's, exactly. <laughs> you know?
0: But it was funny because she was relating to me, and it was kind of, you know, like a little moment we had because she was like, Well, listen, like, I'm single and I do tarot. And
1: mm-hmm. she's like,
0: And I don't, when I tell people that, they become intimidated by me. Because, you know, they're like, oh, like you do tarot, like you know things about me type type of thing. Or like mm-hmm. she does, you know, psychic greetings. And so it could be the same thing with you. Like you tell people that you do a podcast and they automatically become like a little turned off because of their perceptions on what they think you're talking about on the podcast. Like they might think, oh, he has a podcast. What if he's going to like talk about me on there talk about what we do together talk about our dates and stuff on the Mm -hmm. podcast i don't want that you know but then they don't realize that that's not what we talk about at all yeah we talk about personal things but ourselves personal things within ourselves right like we never talk about personal things that have to do with other people that aren't on the podcast you know and
1: anything we do talk about that involves other people we get consent from them first that it like, make sure it's okay that we talk about it right. if it is personal. So it's nothing, like, we just shoot our mouths off about and, like, the person doesn't that's involved maybe in the situation doesn't know about it. Yeah. And it's normally never anything bad either. It's, like, good stuff.
0: Um, yeah, we never talk. And, like I said, maybe that's it. You know, like, maybe this is why, like, I needed to have that reading because then things kind of start clicking of, like, okay, like, you're right. You start to see it from a new perspective of, like, okay, like, they don't know you. Everyone brings in their own perceptions on what things are, whether it's romance, whether it's friendship, anything. People, you could say something to someone and they don't know you at all, and then they're like, oh. Because they already think they know yeah. what it is, but they don't. They think we're all over here, like, e-new is outing people on the podcast you <laughs> or know like
1: tmz tmz where oh that's not God. our style at all
0: we just like to have fun play games talk characters inter- inspiring interviews you guys know that's kind of our our thing
1: yeah and it seems like at the moment like it we should be doing like because we have something in the words for later on not gonna mm-hmm. give it away but it does have something to do with wrestling yeah um and so it seems like wrestling is starting to become a better path for the podcast in ways of networking. And um, in that sense, we just have to make the wrestling sound more exciting. We right. have to, what we're talking about, because we are educated in, well, more so you, educated in wrestling and everything about it, and like, especially WWE, but basically doing that it seems like it will work out better in a sense because that's something that we're passionate about and not only have women and men like not only just stick to women but also incorporate men as well
0: Mm -hmm. which is interesting because we've only had like Men. Male wrestlers on the podcast. But usually when we do our segments on wrestling, we're talking about women's wrestling. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because we do kind of mix. Yeah. But I would of course love to have like a women's wrestler on the podcast. Well, maybe do more
1: like men's um wrestling face offs rather than just true. women. Maybe that's yeah. true. But having both men and women wrestlers on the podcast is something to consider Mm -hmm. rather than just putting all the women wrestlers in that box because the women's wrestling doesn't have as much traction or exposure as the men's wrestling. So it's not going to cater to all the wrestling fans Mm -hmm. where if we incorporate the men, we're going to get all the wrestling fans as well. So that's kind of like what that reading was in. You know, and Eric just needs to find a secure man. Right. That's basically I it. mean, it,
0: it honestly, like, it makes so much sense. I think that that makes a lot of sense for me because, you know, I feel like I am the initiator a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are, but I think, well, obviously not in my case, but I feel like, you know, that might turn people off. I need to give only a little bit and not too much, even though that's it's it kind of sucks because that's not who I am. Like, I not, I'm not i not saying, like, guys, I'm not writing novels to these people at all, but I'm just mm-hmm. physically, like, communicating, you know? Like, I'm not one of those people that, like, someone messages me and I wait, like, five hours to respond, you know? Like, if I have time in that moment, I'll respond right away because yeah. why not, you know? But, like, I guess that sometimes that's a turn off for some people. Mm-hmm and which you know, I don't
1: know why like, I
0: don't know why either I, but
1: it's a turn off to me like if I was you know single and talking to somebody if you're taking hours to reply I'm gonna just cut you off
0: it seems like you're disinterested
1: yeah it doesn't like if you're taking even like a day to respond back to me I'm not gonna talk to you because yeah you cl- you clearly aren't that interested in trying to find a relationship if you're not you know I'm not saying you have to, you know, text me back every, like, less than five minutes. Right. But to have a continuous, like, intellectual conversation through text is, like, it's key. Because that's how you're going to figure out if you're connecting. That's going to figure out whether or not, like, if you like this person, if you have common interests in this person. And you're going to figure out whether or not you want to keep talking to them or not. So not having that communication continuously it's just to me that's a turnoff because yeah. it's like you're clearly not super interested talk to me so why why am I putting the time into to talk to you
0: well my biggest thing with like online dating like yeah you don't know the person yet but you're trying to get to know them and like yeah I'm not a clingy person like you don't have to message me like every you know like whatever you can it's literally fine as long as like you said we're continuing the conversation yeah. and I kind of like not like I like to move fast, but like if I'm interested in someone and we've been talking for like maybe two days, I say like make a date to get coffee. Oh yeah, but maybe that's the wrong approach. No, I don't know.
1: It's not, because but I just if don't talking- like
0: my time wasted. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I think, I think maybe like for me, I don't know why, but I like I would always like you know, communicating through text first. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like maybe after like two or three days is when I would, you know, initiate a time to go on, you know, a date. Right. And that could be like a week from then or maybe a few days from then. But typically I would kind of like a full week of communication through text first just to see like if anything kind of pops up because – I'd rather know there's a red flag before I meet up with you in person, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, sometimes people are just freaking weird, and I'd rather know that before I actually take the time to go on a date with you. You know, yeah, that's kind of like my personal thing. Well, but... you don't
0: know truly if you like someone until you meet them in person. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like she was saying, people are narcissistic and they're manipulative on there, and they know how to message. But then when it comes Mm -hmm. to a face-to-face interaction, they become awkward and they can't hold a conversation, you know? Like it's that sort of thing. And then you realize, okay, this may be why you're on online dating sort of thing, you know? So that's that's the biggest thing is you really don't know if you like someone until you meet them, you feel their vibe, like everything about them, you know, like physical attributes, you know, there's filters and FaceApp and everything. People can easily edit their pictures, you know? So that's why it's like, why waste, like, a week or two talking to someone and not have a date planned?
1: Yeah. You know, that's I mean, the biggest thing. But also, that comes along with, like, I don't know. I know a lot of people don't have Snapchat anymore, but I'm down with the Snapchat, seeing what these people look like. Right. Beforehand, too. Like, oh, let's, we can text and everything. Oh, like, what's your Instagram? What's your, what's your Snapchat? That way you kind of get to investigate a little bit and look into them and see, like, oh, are you normal or, like, what's going on? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of investigate a little bit to see and make sure that they're not, like, some weirdos.
0: My biggest thing is Instagram because I think with Instagram, Snapchat, I honestly hate Snapchat because, like, yeah. I hate, like, you know, like, it's a lot of pressure. I'm not going to lie. Maybe this is me projecting my insecurities. but It's a lot of pressure, like, if they send you a snap, you got to send one back. And it's like, oh, shoot, you know, like, I have to, like, make sure I look, like, you know, yeah. presentable and everything. Like, what if I'm just chilling in bed? Instagram is a big thing for me because you can see, like, do they have actual friends? Yeah. Do they have comments on their pictures? What do their pictures look like? Well, that's why I You say know, both- what do they post on their stories? Like, who do they follow? It's, it's kind of like you can kind of, like, and that might sound kind of creepy, but you're kind of, like, diving into their world a little bit. So when someone does says they don't have Instagram, I know it sounds bad, but it's almost like a red flag because I'm like, well, how do you stay connected to your friends? Because that's, I mean, moving from Illinois to San Diego and then, you know, your friends move all around the country, like Instagram's a big way that I stay connected to a lot of my friends that live in different parts of the country, or you know? Yeah. So... I just wonder about that kind of thing. Yeah. But maybe that's for just sure. me overthinking. I, I mean, don't there know.
1: are some people that don't, like, they have social media but don't use it. Um, right. Some people are just not, like, into it that way. I mean, as long as, like, they're staying connected by, like, being on, like, just like texting or FaceTiming or sending their friends pictures through, like, texts or something. That's keeping them connected. You really just don't know until you meet the person. Right. Like you said. But I feel like that's the best way to really kind of sniff someone out to see if they're genuine or not. Yeah. Is meeting them in person. But I like to have like a little foreshadowing before. Because I'm the person like I want to know what I'm walking into
0: Mm -hmm. when
1: I'm walking into it. And almost this is gonna sound kind of dumb, but that's why I want the Instagram and the Snapchat. It's almost like a second piece of mail. Yes. I want to see right. if you're matching up with your Instagram. Like, I wanna make sure you're the same person. Right. You know I, what I usually mean? do
0: Instagram first and then I use snapchat because then you can kind of see into their personality I'll probably even bit.
1: look them up on facebook honestly oh really
0: okay. I don't even yeah.
1: like I don't really use facebook but mm-hmm. like everybody pretty much has facebook unless you deleted it just because like you don't want it anymore but right. I could have deleted my facebook and I should have deleted it a long time ago but I haven't yet but yeah. it's like I have it most people just have it because of like f- you know family. family yeah and friends like that are across the country like you know like you said but that's the only reason why I have it but everyone still has it for the most part so I can look them up that way
0: I think it's I think it's important to look to like you know social media stalk
1: it's okay to be I a stalker it's... like when you when you're putting yourself in a situation like that because you're not sure like when you don't know like necessarily what you're walking into sometimes you know you hear those horror stories sometimes of people meeting up with people and then like bad things happen yeah like that. so you always want to protect yourself and so
0: be you know, smart about social it social media
1: stalking before you go on a first date is completely valid and um we don't judge you because we do
0: the same thing i think if you don't do that then there is an issue because you're too trusting yeah you know you, you shouldn't be too trusting about someone you should want to dig deeper, especially if this is someone that you're going to want to be going on a date with. You know, another thing that she said going out of the relationship thing is that we need to do, it's it's our network. And that's what you've been saying for years mm-hmm. is that the content's there. It's just that the networking is our biggest, you know, thing that we're having issues with. So she's like, you just need to make sure you're networking with people and handing out those business cards. Because I'll admit, like Lainey and I do have really, really nice business cards, but we haven't handed one out in a long time. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like we used to give them to the coffee shop people, but then we didn't really see much from that. Yeah, um, because you know, I don't know whether the bar- the baristas are busy, they have a line, or whatnot. I was like or typically
1: like- we've gotten like most of the time, like when we post our coffee shops. Like especially our reels, that's where it is. Mm-hmm. When we and we always tag the coffee shop or the place that we go to, and typically we get a, we get the recognition from the coffee shop oh, or always yeah or usually. they repost it. So I feel like that's enough within itself, right? But yeah, I mean, like I don't know if they would give the cards out. I the think shop. the only
0: way I would give are we we put our cards in coffee shops before, but I wonder if we actually had like the owner there, then I would definitely like consider or if the barista was kind of like talking to us like, Oh, like why are you guys taking snippets? You know, then that's when you like dive in like, Oh, like we have a podcast. Here's a business card sort of thing. Like we have them on hand for any sort of opportunity like that. But it's just like, you know, like the lady was saying, there's so many podcasts out there. So you have to do what makes you different. And I have yet to see a podcast in san diego that does san diego coffee shops every week i haven't seen it yeah you know there's like san diego foodie pages and san diego this that and the other thing but there's not one page dedicated to pretty much coffee shops and that's we've gotten follows from that yeah you know people see the coffee shops and whether you're a follower on the podcast and like you start you found us from their coffee shop reels and you're like Maybe people just follow us for the coffee shops. You know, yeah. you never know. So, but it's just that kind of practice and that training of taking those reels every single week and editing them to make them better. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like last week with Devil and Angel, we got a share from Fashion Valley Mall and we got a share from Devil and Angel San Diego. So it's like I always try and tag a couple of different places that are like, you know, together with the place because you never know who's gonna share it and then on Instagram you know you can see that little number in the bottom of who shared your reel to like a friend or something yeah and that number is always at like you know at least a few sometimes more sometimes like 10 20 30 Mm -hmm. so people are are seeing it on like their for you yeah and they're sharing it around to their friends and stuff like that but like Lainey was saying I mean being gay it's hard to put yourself out there Mm mm-hmm I mean, there are gay guys that are very confident and do not care if they flirt with a straight guy or not. I am not one of those people. No. I like to know. I like to kind of be like that person in the back taking notes. Like, okay, do I know you're gay for sure? Yes. Okay, now we can flirt (laughs) if I'm interested in you. Yeah. But I think she said, like, put yourself out there more. And it's crazy that she said that because, you know, I think this summer I was really – Trying to, like, you know, go out more so to, like, the bar scene and, like, Hillcrest and whatnot. Even though that's not my vibe, I think that that's a good kind of starting place to go. And doing things, like, you know, we've preached about it on the podcast before, doing things to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, calling up and doing a reading over the phone with someone I have no idea who they are was honestly really, really scary. Mm-hmm. But I, when I hung up the phone, I felt really good about it. Even though there's nothing that she really said that was, like, that miraculous that we really had no idea of before. Yeah. It was kind of, like, that validation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that in itself was worth the money. I mean, I think that if you're just casually, like, going around, like, looking, you know, for answers on something, I don't I don't think I would necessarily do it. Yeah. But I think that I've always wanted to do something like this when it comes to, like, career romance stuff like that so i think that this was a really good starting point and then i hope maybe in the next few months or so to actually go and do one in person that's kind of you know you know more legit not saying this wasn't legit because i think it was i but think it
1: was a nice first first start for it like yeah nice i think first if it was time. too
0: much i might have been overwhelmed yeah i think that if it was like too much info like oh my god your grandma your grandma just came through she has a message for you. I would be like, okay, I'm done. And I would start crying. But I think that this was like a good starting point when it comes to that. Yeah. And it's like I said, like take the risks. Like even if it scares you, if you think that you want to do it, don't think what if. You know, this is another year of taking risks for us and for you guys too. You know, like it's 2023, take risks this year and do things that maybe you otherwise wouldn't do, but you've always kind of wanted to do. I think exactly. it's smart and if you want a tarot reading you could always book one with Lainey <laughs> but Lainey does like to do them in person so you'd have to kind of be in the San Diego area so if there are any of you guys out there that would like a reading then I would say book with Lainey because I was Lainey's- like I'd be
1: willing to do FaceTimes um depending on you know we can work out details but it, like I don't know if I could do one over the phone necessarily like Eric just did with the person that gave him his reading but like I'm the I'm the type of person where I want to tap into your energy like kind of thing and I I feel like I can't necessarily do that unless I'm like looking at you or in the same room as you
0: and having a certain presence yeah you know like over the phone like I said I have I kind of have questions for like how do you do it over the phone because I feel like that's really intimidating exactly but she obviously has a clientele because of she obviously makes a living off of it it seems Mm -hmm. so yeah i like i said i think it was a cool experience you know feeling really good after the conversation and i honestly feel like yeah i think i wouldn't do one again over the phone i wouldn't
1: yeah no but
0: it's it's prepared me for the next step and i'm gonna do one in person yes thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode I really enjoyed talking about my psychic reading with you. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at our not so simple life Pod.
1: Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and give us those five stars. And we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode.